heroes, and welcome to another exciting episode of One Shot. I'm James D'Amato, your Game Master. This week we're bringing you the conclusion of the One Last Job trilogy. I'm also going to announce the winner of the first one-shot, one-page setting design contest. That'll come at the end of the episode. But for now, let's get to the show. Alright guys, we are here for the big final plan of uh, for your giant show where you're going to steal the unicorn tapestry. Um... Why don't we describe the room that you're planning in? So we're already at Kim Jong Dos's palace. You're deciding that right now. Oh no! Yeah. So we are on his uh, private plane. Yeah, on the way over where he houses his art gallery. Yes, it's we're... all just like panoramic paintings of northernmost Korea and like uh, Kim Jong Dos posing, uh, paintings of him posing with his arm outstretched, like pointing at mountains. It's the same pointing pose. At, it's the same pose, pointing at tractors. And this is the uh, the baggage hold of his plane that he has totally redesigned, and so he doesn't allow any baggage to be carried on his plane. It all has to fly in a separate plane behind them <laughs> with all the baggage. No baggage! The only baggage you may check is emotional baggage! <laughs> and we're really anxious about that because we have like our equipment that we need to pull off the the job yeah. is in that other plane. It's in the other plane. But all we have mm. on us is a sharpie. So I uh, go to the wall and pick off a huge portrait <laughs> of him um, feeding a baby tiger to an adult tiger, and uh, push it like down on its on its like uh, back. And then there's just like whatever frame yeah. uh-huh. uh, there. I take the sharpie out and I write like secret magic plan. <laughs> all right. Okay. The perfect hiding place in plain sight. So so clearly the unicorn tapestry is on the stage as the backdrop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're going to have to steal it during the show. During the show. The trick is going to be making this tapestry disappear and then convincing Kim Jong Dose that it was just a trick and that he'll get it back right. long enough that we're able to get out of there. Or what if we made a decoy? Right. A decoy tapestry? A decoy tapestry and a decoy me, which. The chameleon can do. Yeah, chameleon. Can, can easily... you disguise yourself as a tapestry? <laughs> or I was thinking... <laughs> you were asking me to become a tapestry? Wow, that's the greatest challenge I've ever presented myself. <laughs> I know it's not even a human thing, but... <laughs> no, I'll do it. <laughs> uh, and I think this is good because it means he won't have to use any sort of Korean accent no, whatsoever. Not at all. It, it, won't, it won't even come up. I'll use a Korean accent. <laughs> You don't have to, though. Yeah, it doesn't Don't worry. Before this day is done. Oh, Leon. I'll bust out the Korean accent that I've been perfecting. I really hope it's less racist this time. Oh, it is. (laughs) Great. So I'll disguise myself as the tapestry when we do the tapestry swap. Okay. Yeah. The trick is, when do we get the swap? We need a diversion. And we need Kim Jong-dose not to notice that all of a sudden... Jean-Claude Van Damme isn't sitting right next to him. The problem with explosives on a plane is that it's a plane. So right. there's limited air. You so, don't want to... So wait, is the dinner theater on the plane? No. no. Oh, <laughs> we're going oh. to the dinner theater. Oh, yeah, yeah, we're en route. Cool. Yeah. Wait. Never mind. <laughs> Back with us. Isn't this dinner theater also on one of northernmost Korea's most prolific military bases? 
That's right. Yeah, it's it's deep in the midst of the barracks, and there are a lot of uh, they keep kind of as a show of power. They keep a lot of their explosives just out in the open. Uh, they look like statues. Some of them. Some of them look like payphones. They're still in the nineties. We've got to break Trixie into the part of the barracks where they store their statues and missile silos. Okay. Okay. I can and do- get some explosives to create a diversion. And then during the show. You could step up as a volunteer at Jean-Claude Van Damme, mm. and I could kill you during the act. Not actually kill you, but make it appear as if you died. I have a feeling Kim Jong-Dose would really get into that. He, Because he loves watching action movies, and he loves it when the hero dies or yeah. when the villain dies. Yeah, yeah when we, the good guy dies, especially. He loves it, yeah. <laughs> we He's very the, disappointed we a lot. We <laughs> the unicorn tapestry as the curtain. We put Jean-Claude Van Damme behind the curtain, and while we do it, I have but a mere matter of seconds to make myself <laughs> a quick change into, into a tapestry. Into a tapestry. <laughs> the curtain comes down as the tapestry stays up. Luckily, we have that political prisoner with us who has Broadway experience and he right. knows a Especially quick with wires, too. He, yeah, knows, he knows quick changes. He knows quick changes. Jean-Claude Van Damme disappears. The tapestry remains. And the real tapestry goes back to South Korea where it belongs. Yeah. And yeah, that's- that sounds like a great plan, you guys. <laughs> So how are we? What are the steps in which we're pulling this off? So I break in first. Step one. <laughs> <laughs> I notice you're not doing uh, your accents anymore. This is an accent. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, I forgot. You guys don't know what my normal voice yeah. is. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just assume. Yeah. Well, uh, were you going to say what step one was? <laughs> <laughs> or just say step one? All right, let's do this. Are we ready for step one? <laughs> Step one. <laughs> Who's got step one? <laughs> Who wants step one? Okay, so step one, we're going to have to get the explosives. Yes. Tracy has to break. Trixie has to break into the missile base. I'll break into the missile base. Well, you might need. Um, I, I could help you break into the missile base because I. Because uh, I'm like the worst at breaking into things. Right. Yeah. And so we we, we uh, do a flashback to her. <laughs> breaking into something on her own. I just, like, open a door and an alarm sounds. (laughs) (laughs) Back to now. When you tried to break into that Ben and Jerry's just for your own gain of eating ice cream, that... Yeah, so I was just thinking maybe I could help you out. Because you're the best at breaking into things. Yeah, it's pretty close to up-close magic because I'm really close to that door. Right. You could, if you if we had the explosives already, you could maybe just blast through, but we don't have that. We don't have them, so that's not an option. So you two will break in to get the explosives. Yes. Meanwhile, we have to convince Kim Jong-dos to let us use the tapestry for the magic act. Right. We'd have to let him know that it's really important. Uh, I think that there's only one man that he's going to listen to. That's right. The ghost of his father. <laughs> <laughs> You're really going to work this Korean accent in there, huh? Yes. Look, I've spent years perfecting this Korean accent. Tonight... When they're sneaking into the missile base, I will dress up as the ghost of his father and order him, for the sake of northernmost Korea, to hang the tapestry in the, uh, you, for the magic show. Leanne, I hate That's to say this. It's called pulling a Hamlet. 
by the way. Yeah. He's using a Hamlet maneuver. <laughs> a and Hamlet. Leon, I hate, I hate to admit that you have a good idea because I still blame you from the loss of my right arm, but... Yeah, that Korean bat mitzvah. <laughs> the northern... The event. The northernmost <laughs> the northernmost uh, Korean culture places twice as much emphasis on superstition and uh, supernatural presence as normal North Korea. So he's uh, gonna... If you pull it off, if you really make him think that you're a ghost, and especially the ghost of his dad, he's gonna by hook, line, and sinker. He's really into ghosts. And magic. And magic. And his dad. And his dad. Who is revered as a god here. Yes. All of this tracks. <laughs> <laughs> Just my research Great. backs it up. So yeah. how many steps is that, kind of? <laughs> That's two. That's, That's two? two. two. Yeah. How many do we need? No, 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 no. These are not each oh, I'm an sorry. additional. I'm sorry. Like, this is like a completion track. Don't worry about that. Uh, we're not using the completion track 100% properly. Sure. But don't worry. So, you'll have rigged the missiles. Um, you'll have snuck in, rigged the missiles to explode as a yep. diversion during the show. I'll dress up as the ghost, confuse him. You have to get ready for the best damn magic show of your life. I know. I don't know how I'm going to outdo making an island disappear. I think I may have, since we still have the political prisoner, right? Yes. I'm going to do Spider-Man like it was meant to be. You mean like we did at that Korean bat mitzvah 15 years ago? <laughs> Flashback again to that event. And the initial plan is to do a Spider-Man musical, a staged Spider-Man musical. It's the perfect time. The Spider-Man movie just came out. Everyone seems to love it. I'm just saying why not make yes, a little money off this the This plan looks solid. I don't see how this magic trick can fail. All of it tracks, yeah. <laughs> all in? Especially all of the fear-triggered laser explosives. Yes. Yeah. Very necessary component. Yes. And yeah. I love this part that you wrote for me, Brandon, about being a Korean drill sergeant. Yeah. I think uh, as long as you get the accent right... I'm a master of accents. Yeah. It shouldn't come off as insensitive or, like, really intolerant or a caricature, but just a human being that has his own story, his own arc, and... People that love him. And, and I just want to say that uh, Northern Korean literature, they really like to um, forego dialogue in favor of describing conversations <laughs> in the third person. So you could even potentially just describe the conversation that you had, mention that you use that accent, and then we're done with and that yeah, scene. Yeah, you don't even have to. But that's just my research. You know, I, you know. <laughs> Great. Well, that leaves the last part to be the switch. Hi there. Still watching The you. NSA agent. It's one of, one of the portraits is like uh, there are eyes coming from the wall and its lips are moving. In the, in the plane. That's got to be some kind plane. of metaphor. <laughs> you, you've all done a great job so far. And the last part of your job is the switch. But can you do it? Can I dress as a tapestry? Can you dress as a tapestry? Can... Somebody make off with the t with the other tapestry while he's g furling himself back up, suspended on the stage. And can you provide the dessert of close-up magic? <laughs> close-up magic is the perfect cover for us all to escape. But then how am I going to get out of northernmost Korea? I'm still performing close-up magic. Or are you? <gasps> the person who will really be performing the close-up magic will be Dennis Rodman. <gasps> the real Dennis Rodman. The real Dennis Rodman. That's right, I'm in the room right now. 
I've been part of this plan the whole time. Thank you, Dennis. Thank you for your service. <laughs> well, I've got to teach. I've got to get Dennis. Dennis, I've got to get you caught up on, on close-up magic. I know all about it and exactly how it goes. But with my like, large, awkward limbs, I'll never be able to match your speed. And you, know you what? only have 24 hours to get him completely caught up in a master close-up magician. We might just have to do a close-up magic training montage. <laughs> All Step right. one. <laughs> everybody, everybody. So I think we got the plan pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> we got to take a montage break, you guys. So I'm going to go around the horn here. Everybody explain one aspect of training for close-up magic. Uh, that So like one vignette of training. Sure. Uh, I'll go first because my thing seems to be making things explode and disappear. Mm-hmm. The way that uh, Lefty has been making all the cards disappear and turn it into animals is first using my solution to make the cards disappear. <laughs> so they're there and then they're not. So the real trick is swapping in the animals. And so uh, Dennis Rodman at first when you show him just like rub the material <laughs> on he squirts way too much and of it. Like, no! <laughs> <laughs> like boom. It boom. And, like, his face is, like, co- completely covered in soot, and his eyes just sort of blink out of it. He gets really... Cartoon. Yeah. Uh, next. Okay, next so uh, a- another part of close-up magic, which, as we all know, is turning cards into animals. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Is, as a crowd pleaser, uh, I know that you have to know what kind of animal the subject likes. Uh, so he's already seen unicorns. You can't do the same thing twice, which is another rule. So and we definitely don't want to remind him of the unicorn tapestry. Right, exactly. So it, I'm just leading him through a chart of different animals and pointing at them. And he's like... <laughs> the montage is... <laughs> that's and all not, it is. And, he's, and at first, he's failing to match up different He's got a little animals. card that like, says yeah. donkey, and you're pointing at like a bear. <laughs> that's not it at all, Dennis. No. <laughs> So you're teaching Dennis Rodman what animals what are? Animal? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. He's messed up. He's messed up on a lot of drugs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Leon, some concussions. So yeah. uh, as we all know, with close-up magic, a lot of it involves your hands, and we have to disguise uh, his two big basketball players' hands to what? No, wait. wait. Yeah. Dennis Rodman's going to be you, right? I thought he was going to be training Dennis He's training Rodman. Dennis Rodman. Oh, real Dennis Rodman. Rodman. That's right. Yeah. No, no. Yeah, but, but Dennis, Dennis Rodman, Rodman has to look his... like you because... Because he's taking your place doing the close-up magic. I think we're going to set it up as a duo act, and then he, yeah. oh, okay. as we get away, he's distracting Kim Jong. Great. So yeah. I'm I'm teaching uh, Dennis Rodman like how to uh, <laughs> how to like um, mimic his hands and make his hands work so fast that he could that he could do that uh, by using disguise, and he's just not getting it. Yeah, he like, gets really frustrated and kicks a nearby cameraman. Yeah, he keeps kicking <laughs> cameraman for like punting <laughs> basketballs and stuff, and I'm getting frustrated. And then finally, I take like a big butcher's knife, throw my hand down, and chop my own hand off. And then he like acts freaked out, and I like take my hand down like I had never chopped it off before. And he's like, he goes ah, like he nods, <laughs> he gets it now. And uh, as so, Dennis is finally like he's been frustrated, and this is what's going to turn him back around and get his confidence back. Right. And I'm uh, going to tell him all about how. Uh, um, basketball has really played a big part in international relations. It's become such a big international sport, and you can just remember the days when you were doing the thing that you did best, basketball. Just rely on that. Pretend like you're playing a game of basketball. And since this is the beginning part of the montage, Dennis Rodman is fucking up at basketball. <laughs> <up and right. laughs> 
by the end, he's good again. He can't, yeah. he can't dribble it or anything. <laughs> and then by the end, he's suddenly just playing basketball like Dennis Rodman would be able to play basketball. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so good. I'm glad that we put in that montage, which again, accomplished nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but it let us all escape. We can all escape now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How are yeah. we going to escape? Dennis Rodman is... Dennis Rodman provides a distraction, but we still have to figure out how we're going to get out of there. Uh, to be honest, I was kind of hoping the NSA would have that part. Uh, yeah, I thought they up. had that the extraction like plan. like their deal. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> we all look at the picture the painting, painfully. Yeah. You leave that to us. Oh, you you just have to get to the drop zone. Where's the drop zone? You'll know it when you see it. I think it's going to look a yeah, lot like a drop zone. It's going to look like a drop zone. Probably, drop probably some it. signage that says drop zone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but just follow the signs. That Great. Say drop. Okay. So I think that um, after we all uh, uh, get out of our pers- or uh, get out of there, um, you'll have the tapestry. Yeah. Um, I will uh, uh, furl myself up. Um, <laughs> yep. Furl myself up and then quietly sneak out of the box that they place me in. <laughs> Um, you're uh-huh. going to be sneaking out after Dennis Rodman uh, mm-hmm. after you leave him to finish the close-up magic trick. Yes. And you'll be, um, after you arm the explosives, right. all you'll have to do is avoid the guards. Okay. Great. We, we all meet up at the drop zone. We all meet up at the clearly marked drop zone. That's going to be. Yeah. It'll be clearly marked. And it's surely not setting us all up to be caught and executed. Well, we'll keep we'll keep track of that stamina. Okay, uh, so now we enter the action scenes, and the first part of the plan is securing the explosives. Okay, we're sneaking in, bro. Sneaking in. Wow, it's really great to be doing this with you, big sis. It's nice. It's it's family times. It's like old times again. Yeah, I almost feel like I have a second arm again. Okay, but you're doing a great job. Thanks. Even, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry to be a bummer all no, the time. No, I mean it's been 15 years. And yeah. 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 I mean, I'm a PhD candidate at University of Chicago, so I've done okay for myself. Yeah, you've done okay. You're like the primary. Wait, 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 wait. There's a guard over there. So we should like talk real loud. Not, not talk real loud. The the Northern Koreans really value um, uh, deference, and they of course have a, a higher rank than we do. Mm-hmm. So as long as we approach him, treat him with respect, maybe I do some close up magic. <laughs> Then we'll be on our way. Okay. Okay. Uh, you should probably talk first, because... Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Hello, hello, hi, hello. Hello. I'm nodding, I'm, I'm bowing. You are doing such a good job of securing this uh, bunker where you're keeping all the explosives. I just wanted to say that you're doing a really great job. We really, truly value all of your work. And uh, we're just going to walk in, if that's okay. We we really love what you're doing, and we really respect it, and think you're doing a great job. And he starts bowing back, and like, symmetrically, and uh, just goes, mm, and you sort of back your way into the silo. Oh, okay. Or maybe you do. Well, it's time to roll. So how do we, what do you want us to roll on this? So, you are trying to talk your way into an area. What skills do you have? I have international relations. Yeah, there we go. So, you're rolling international relations. There's not even a question about that. Yeah. So, So I believe that's two, two, right? 
Yeah. Just to anyone, yeah. It doesn't matter, I guess. That's all. Uh, no, this is good. This is good. I think we can succeed on this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Eight and one. So we're currently not succeeding. <laughs> we got to amp up our game. Anyone got legend equipment? Hmm. Anyone want to try to be rude to him? I mean, I have one sore spot in particular. <laughs> yeah, which is being rude to people. He's not very good at it. Uh, yeah, hold on. I'm trying to think of like some kind of equipment. <laughs> I have a legend though okay. that okay. we may be able to use. <laughs> this. James, stop if this is b- bad. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, so uh, f- we flash back to a lot of times where um, I was trying to teach. Uh, I was trying to give me your name tag. Oh, oh Lefty. Sorry. I was trying to teach Larry back when he was just called Larry. Um, like oh, I thought he was always called Lefty. Oh, was he? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, fair Lefty enough. Lefty is okay. his first name. Yeah. Okay. I was uh, trying to teach uh, Lefty just like just things about the adult world because he was just this bright-eyed little tween that didn't yeah, understand things. Tween, yeah. And I would always try to teach him lessons about like how to interact with people, um, and uh, and I would invariably always like put him in situations where he had to use the exact lesson that I had taught him but he would like he would mess it up terribly and right when he thought he would get in trouble I would reveal that it wasn't an actual person that he was messing up with it was me in disguise as that person just testing him to make sure he was ready on the day that he would need to do that lesson (laughs) yes so the legend would be that as soon as like you start to backtrack and get in trouble I take off my like my like mask (laughs) that was a taste lefty don't let the next god (laughs) catch you off god (laughs) and then I like disappear into the shadows (laughs) don't let the next guard Catch, catch you, you off guard. guard. Perfect. Because so now you add another die and right. can re-roll. Okay. And, and there's like and, and there's inside another guard. there's another guard. <laughs> <laughs> like the shift changes and another guard. Yeah, the shift changes. <laughs> another guard who's very easily won over by just deference and respect. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you were doing it right, but you weren't doing it well enough. That's what I taught you. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't Next respecting Next time roll enough. higher. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be more deferential, be even more yeah. respectful. Yeah, I was a little too subtle with my respect. Okay, so again, describe your approach. <laughs> okay, so the guards are changing shifts. Okay, we have a second chance. Have a second yeah, chance. so the, okay, the new so... guard, the new guard walks up. And he takes his post. Okay, this guy looks really like he's really insecure. He really needs. Okay, so let's go in tandem, and then okay. we'll like bow at the same time in okay. sync it'll be really professional and, and I, really polite i think we'll we'll play this by ear but we might have to bow down and kiss his feet okay <laughs> if it's starting to go poorly we'll do exactly that okay okay so, a so i rolled a 10 uh so you lose some stamina for we this. also have a 10 it, they don't cancel yeah, out they, they don't cancel out um but you so you did roll one over so you get a another you get or two spots is this did you also roll this eight i also wrote that eight. so two spots on the completion track um as uh you manage to defer around him but you are also losing stamina so it's taking extra effort i had to kiss his feet so many times (laughs) (sighs) gross taste on my lips (sighs) oh god yeah that's super super duper gross um but you guys are inside okay that's okay. That didn't take that much out of us. Okay, good. And now I just need to turn all of these statues into remote control active bombs. Yes. You, him. Hmm? He was he made the roll. Oh, oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> um so I'm gonna use my mm-hmm. sizzle yep. to do that. 
So I'm going to go around and just attach little remote triggers to all of the already existing warheads and things. Okay, but these are North Korean warheads, so they're a little bit janky. You're normally used to working with, like, top-of-the-line equipment. Okay. Um, so that's that's just going to come up. Okay, I'm going to spend a grit to uh, do it really well. So that'll give me this. All right? Mm-hmm. Finally, you rolled a one. Jesus, nobody's rolled a one this whole time. Okay, so it looks like we tied. We tie, yeah. Um, and because you rolled the one, I get to roll another die in the future. Okay. Um, but since we tie, uh, that's I can either choose to be hurt. You can choose to be hurt, or you can do something stupid. And doing something stupid uh, makes my highest die a one, but it also means I get another die to roll in the future for my pool. I'll just i'll I'll choose to be hurt. Okay. Uh, then you're losing a stamina. Okay. How did you get hurt? Yeah, interesting question. Um, so they're, uh, let's see. Um, they're janky in really weird ways, because they're all, like, statues, right, that they're supposed to be. So, like, I'll go and I'll attach something to one and its arms will shift. Mm -hmm. And, uh, they're, like, one time I wasn't quick enough, so this, like, dragon's tail, like, hit me into this other thing that, like, slapped me across the face. And it turned into a weird slapstick routine. (laughs) And I, like, tried to dodge. One of the guards was eating a banana and you (laughs) slip on that peel and, uh... It slides you down to a table. You knock into the table and a bunch of pies fall off on you. <laughs> That's exactly what happens. That's exactly what happens. But they're like Korean kimchi pies that are just like <laughs> cabbage and red sauce yeah. in your eyes. <laughs> Ow. All right. Um, but so that because the five goes away, you rolled only one die over. So you get another on the completion track. So you've set up the explosives. Now, do you have to get them out of there or? I thought we were blowing them up there. Okay, you're blowing them up there. All right, so then we're moving on to the next part of the plan as you two nod at each other that you've accomplished <laughs> this, and that is to convince Kim Jong-dose to let you use the tapestry as part of the show. So Kim Jong-dose is leading you guys around uh, his trophy room, and he's showing off, These are political prisoners of mine! Well, it has to be a private tour because I had to do the, that makeup thing <laughs> when I dressed myself as a guard. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it's, it's just, just you two. It's just you two. Yeah. But I'm gonna, I'll catch up later. Yeah. Okay. These are political prisoners of mine. Do you mm. may recognize them as Seth Rogen and James Franco. <laughs> no, they never should have made that movie. They never should have. I have <laughs> captured them and I now <laughs> force them to make new episodes of Freaks and Geeks. <laughs> so that that's the a net 90s positive. Yeah, that's never really die. Yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to choose not to correct him that that was the early 2000s. Uh, Whatever. <laughs> it was like a 90s after school special. It's also interesting they took offense to a movie that was about Kim Jong Un. Yeah. I feel like just he by gets association. The general idea. Yeah, he's yeah. like, the I feel like it's about Korea, me. The middle Korea, <laughs> the great ally of the Northern yeah, yeah. Korea. <laughs> well, you know, all these are uh, these are pretty cool trophies, Kim Jong Dose. Uh, Thank you. I'm really impressed, but. I don't know. I gotta say, I'm a little disappointed. <laughs> disappointed how? Well, I don't know. I just, I heard, and I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, I heard this really cool rumor that you had 
South Korea's unicorn tapestry? <laughs> oh! Is it true? It may be true. Wow. I'm really impressed with that. You know what? I bet if everyone saw, like, for real, as proof with their very eyes that you had it, they'd be really impressed with you. I don't know. My dad always told me to keep it a secret. <laughs> he kicks the ground a little bit. <laughs> yeah, man. Dads can be tough. <laughs> we, flash yeah. back, we flash back to a moment of Brandon uh, Lightning with his dad. When he tells his dad that he wants to do magic. Dad. Uh, I got something to tell you. You got a job at the coal mine, didn't you? No. Uh, look, Dad, I'm 18 now, and I think, I think it's time for me to leave West Virginia, because there's no magic venue here, and that's what I want to do. Magic. 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 Your whole family's been coal miners since West Virginia broke off from Virginia. You're saying <laughs> well, you're going to do magic. You really magic. know your West Virginia <laughs> I know it too. Sweetie, remind him of his roots. Tell him about the state bird of West Virginia. State bird of West Virginia is the canary, of course. <laughs> Helping all these coal miners survive <laughs> over the years. And you're just going to make a canary come out of your goddamn sleeves? Like a yeah, that's right, Dad. And I unfurl uh, my very, like, tightly buttoned plaid shirt. Uh, that's covered in coal dust uh, <laughs> and canaries like fly out and they don't stop flying out <laughs> oh honey it's so magical yeah. that's the, your shirt starts to become like a silk garment yeah, right. <laughs> silk. silk that's right dad it's the only type of fabric that magicians wear <sighs> yeah dads are rough but you have to respect their memory <laughs> That's very true, Kim Jong Dos. You're a very wise man. Thank you for both calling me wise and a man. <laughs> Not many Westerners would do that. Well, on to the rest of my treasures. Here is a golden basketball, the oh. size of a normal basketball. Wow, that's. I bet that's really heavy. It's very <laughs> heavy. You know, Kim Jong Dos, um, I think your dad, you know, he built this whole empire, northernmost Korea. Yes, he did. And I think he'd be really impressed, you know, if you got the whole, all the world's eyes on, on his country that he created. Well, I'm, I admit that would be very impressive. Uh, and, you know, we're trying some things. We're enriching uranium. <laughs> yeah, I heard about uh, that. We've been, uh, we've been, you know, picking fights with the Japanese. Yeah, yeah. That, But that's that's what I expect. Floating magic shows. Right. <laughs> yeah, I know. But that's what I expect of northernmost Korea. You know, click on the news. I, I'm going to level with you. All we know about northernmost Korea in the West is... Picking fights with Japan, enriching uranium, and floating magic shows. But it'd be really cool if you had, like, some national artifact you could show off. It would be. But Dad said no. Oh, well. 
his last words to me. (laughs) (laughs) So we cut over to uh, a bathroom where Leon is frantically taking off all of his guard makeup and guard costuming, trying to get that spirit gum off. Pulling spirit gum. He's singing rent songs (laughs) because that's what theater kids do when they're putting on and taking off makeup. And so he's trying to uh, frantically get into his uh, Kim Jong uh, Dose Senior. Kim Jong Deuce is what he was called. Yeah. Uh, I, to- <laughs> I'm looking at myself in the mirror, or Leon's looking at himself in the mirror, and he's got two pictures uh, uh, taped up onto the mirror. One is uh, a picture of like Kim Jong uh, uh, Deuce? Deuce as while well, he was still alive. Uh, it's like a noble like portrait of him. And the other one is a picture of Slimer from Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> and like I'm like I'm like Connecting. trying to like yeah like doing my makeup and trying to like eyeball what the di- the middle ground between those two things is for a character I've never had to play. Oh. He has a ton of hot dogs with him yeah. that he, <laughs> he's gonna eat as part of this. Alright, we cut back to the present scene. <laughs> yeah. You know, I had to tell my dad no. It was really rough. I know how that is, Kim Jong Dose. Yeah, but it's one thing when your father's still alive and you can you can prove yourself to him, but but imagine if you will if he died before you could prove him yourself. You know? You sort of inherited his empire, and now all you can do is honor that memory, because he's not around to approve you anymore. He's not around. (laughs) Not that he was ever around in the first place. We hear hear Brandon's internal monologue, because he's freaking out, because the ghost was supposed to show up by now. Oh, God. So um. you have to figure out a good stall technique. Right. And that's going to require a roll. All right. Uh, a real crowd pleaser knows how to A real crowd pleaser. Yeah. Uh, oh, wait. No, I've got two. I've got two. I'm going to use a grit, though. So that adds a dice? Yes. Okay. Does it add three dice or it adds one dice? It adds three dice. Oh. Okay. There you go. All right, I rolled a 10, so you will lose stamina for this. Okay. Uh, I have a 10. And my highest is 7. So anything that you roll above 7. 10 and two sevens. Yeah. So you got one above 7. That adds to the track. And... Okay, so I finally decide what I know can stall him, but it's not my expertise at all. Close-up magic. (laughs) I know he loves it, but it's just not my expertise. So I'm... I don't even have, like, cards available. I'm just, like, taking... don't even have animals Like, business cards out of my wallet, and I'm, like, trying to, like, origami them into... Animals. Yeah, into animals uh, as as best as I possibly can. And uh, I cut myself... Uh, pretty bad on an uh, an origami reindeer that I put a lot of work into, um, and I'm, I'm just you know doing so, this left. Yeah. And right. So what's the trick? What's the trick that you do with these origami reindeer? Because like you do, I, I'm assuming what's happening is while you're talking about fathers behind your back, you are origamiing all these animals. Yeah. Which is why you cut yourself because you can't see them. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna tell you something. Kim Jong Dose, and promise not to tell anybody this. I talk to my dad a lot. I haven't spoken to him in twenty years. I don't know if he's alive or dead. 
probably dead. He's been working in a coal mine and he's 60 years old. <laughs> yeah, and, that cannot be good for yeah, his lungs. They've gotten rid of a lot of the safety regulations, too. Yeah, so. In our country, we have no safety regulations <laughs> and I force people to work in the coal mine all the time. Yeah, I've heard about that. Every child must serve five years in a coal mine. Wow. <laughs> that sounds like hell. And every night I talk to my dad and I just imagine he's still there and he's never known, you know, the beauty of a close-up magic trick <laughs> or, you know, a huge live show with thousands of people all looking and being amazed by the same trick that they'll never see again. Yeah. You can't see that on television. You can't. There's nothing like close-up magic. <laughs> it is the dessert of magic. <laughs> dessert of magics. Uh, my favorite is when when people use a close-up magic trick uh, with a pun that makes a point. <laughs> <laughs> we flash back to Kim Jong Do's <laughs> encountering, the, encountering the world's only U2 close-up magic act. U2 themed close-up magic act. Hey everyone, I'm David Blaine. <laughs> Uh, oh god <laughs> pardon me it's me the great Barno <laughs> Barno does cause a bad I'm a I'm a U2 themed close up magician um Kim Jong Dose I know this is the day of your dad's funeral but I think I have something for you would you please pick a card? He, he picks a card. He reaches out a tentative hand, uh, picks a card, pulls out the card. <laughs> hey, uh, when he pulls out the card, it like I do the close-up magic, and it turns into an angel that flies away to heaven. Do you know where that angel's going? No. Harlem. Angel of Harlem is a YouTube star. <laughs> That's a deep cut! <laughs> <laughs> technically a part, technically a part. <laughs> alright, alright. Could use so, the flashbacks. <laughs> I'm, I'm furiously, like, reworking all of the animals and stuff that I've been saying as as the conversation is going. I'm just completely doing this on the fly. Right. Uh, I'm, well, you know, Kim Jong Dos, sometimes we gotta please our dads, and sometimes we gotta please ourselves, and those two things don't always align. It's just like you're walking on an edge. And I pull out an origami thing, and it's uh, the edge, the guitarist. Uh, origami from, like, mesh-together business cards and you know, just shit that I had in my wallet. Uh, and he's... This pleases me, even though origami is a Japanese art. <laughs> no. Hated enemies of the Koreas. And, and not technically close-up magic at all. <laughs> that was a solid pun in visual form. Uh, as that pun happens in, in this hall that they're standing in, the lights slowly poof, poof. Oh, what's happening? I don't know. Just like at that dressing room back in Orange County. Kim Jong Dose. <laughs> what? That voice is so familiar. So Korean, don't you mean? <laughs> it's perfect Northern Korean dialect. <laughs> wow, that doesn't sound like a stereotype at all. <laughs> it's me, Kim Jong Dose. 
Kim Jong Deuce, <laughs> your father. What? I step out of the shadows, uh, dressed mostly like Slimer. <laughs> <laughs> I went way too heavy on the Slimer part. <laughs> But I do have, I do have Kim Jong uh, Dose's clothes. Like I'm wearing his clothes, but above the neck, it's all slime. <laughs> <laughs> the ghost of my father. The Harold Ramis movies were correct. That's how ghosts look. That's right, son. And I've come. To apologize to you. Apologize? I should have never tried to make you into what I wanted you to be. You're your own man, Kim Jong Dose. Or I wouldn't have named you my number two. Do you mean that, father? I do. And nothing would make me prouder than if you showed the world the tapestry that we that I stole and a display of your power doing the most powerful activity, a full stage magic show. <laughs> I'm going to use my thing. Oh. <laughs> Ooh, I got a 10. You got a I 10. got two nines. I got a 10 and two nines. Did you roll any ones? Uh, no, a three and a four. Okay. Uh, so you succeed uh, by one box on the completion chart. Father! I will show off that tapestry. Thank you so much, Father. And and I will follow. <laughs> I fade into the background. <laughs> Technically another YouTube part. <laughs> As I will follow, please. Somehow. <laughs> it's a speaker I had in my pocket. Yeah, yeah. Put in my pocket. You guys know it's possible to make puns out of things that aren't true, right? I, I doubt it. <laughs> I've never heard of anything like that. Uh, okay. I also uh, sling back a couple of hot dogs. <laughs> so, Disappearing. <laughs> so, with the tapestry and the explosives in place, mm. all that's left is the best goddamn magic show on earth. And the switch. And yeah. the switch. And exploding so that we get away. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And escape. Well, that's part yeah. of the switch. Yeah. But uh, the, the, the magic show. Now you have to put on an amazing magic show. <clears throat> all right. Uh, we still have a political prisoner from... Yeah. And we're right? all backstage with you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I realize that... You know, as we've been planning uh, to recreate the Spider-Man Broadway show, um, it has become clear that I've never seen a Spider-Man movie or read a Spider-Man comic book. It's okay. Uh, Don't worry about it. The people who made the Spider-Man musical <laughs> never did that either. Yeah. So the music I, was from you too. <laughs> well, uh, as I stand here in my enormous uh, spider costume, uh, which I've learned... <laughs> Has nothing to do with Spider-Man. I think... I just want to say... It's been great getting the band back together. And... uh, If we don't come out of this... Alive... um, It's been an honor. And I'm deeply sorry for the event. I think it's time we all put the event behind us. And I think it's time that you two... Trixie... Brandon... Put your differences aside... Look, this is strictly professional. You know you love each other. You know you always have. I know you love... Damn it, Leon. Brandon, I know you love my sister, and I know explicitly exactly how you have loved her. (laughs) (laughs) I was very clear. 
But it's been 15 years. Maybe it's finally time that this couple gets married again. <laughs> uh, I turn around and I have a, a priest, priest collar. <laughs> it's me, Father Michael. Oh my god. Non denominational <laughs> wink. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that. That would be offensive if that's not exactly what he looks and sounded like. The old priest from my childhood. Wow, this is... Well, Trixie, I know that kind of putting you on the spot, but... Leon, you... we've we've had our differences over the years, and you got my brother's arm blown off and really showed little care for us in the aftermath of that whole incident, but you've always been center stage and... In my heart. Wow, I'm glad that you worked in a pun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, I don't mean to interrupt or nothing, but you did just call him Leon, which I believe is your friend who's the priest. His name is Brandon. Oh, my God. Sorry, just being <laughs> an, observer, an observer here. <laughs> I knew this you, whole time. Good point, Dennis Rodman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I knew this whole time you oh. really, all you wanted was Leon. What? No. <sighs> No, Mr. Uh, Mr. Uh, Lightning. Lightning sideburns. <laughs> you can't. You can barely remember. <laughs> no, his his lightning sideburns. That's what I was recalling. Oh, oh, I just misunderstood what you said. Okay. I never actually changed my name to Larue. It was Trixie Lightning all the way. Oh. If you never technically changed your name, I then guess it means you were, we're never divorced. Still married. Well. That's good, because I don't even know if a marriage in northernmost Korea would count. In- Brandon, do you? I I do. Trixie, do you? I do. Well, by the power vested in me upon this costume that I'm wearing and this voice that I'm doing, I pronounce you man and wife again. Wow, I feel like our family's finally back together. Now let's get America back together. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> America was never apart. Well, I mean, well, I mean keep America keep going to war. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, eventually, if we don't do this, America will be torn yeah, apart. Yeah. yeah. And also, Northern Korea really values like nuclear families, so it's good that you're married. Yeah. All right. Good. H- hide me in that box. Okay. Are you sure you want to go through with this? Because. I'm just worried that... Oh, wait, no shit. I have to be John Club Van Damme. Hold yeah. on. <laughs> I'm John Van Damme now. I'll but... change real quick and leave. <laughs> I, we've been over this hundreds of times. All I right, thought... Put my tapestry making costume into that box for All right, me to change but Leon, I just want you to know that... Thanks, man. And I'm just worried that once you become a tapestry, maybe you won't be able to stop being a tapestry (laughs) there's a true risk disguising yourself as an inanimate object a lot of my research in the university of chicago library is of animorphs and (laughs) in animorphs of course tobias turns into a crow and stays that way it's a red-tailed hawk a red-tailed hawk In the TV show, it's a crow, I'm pretty sure. Or maybe not. Nope, it's I don't Red Tail Hawk in the show. <laughs> well, in the fan fiction that I wrote, it's a crow. And he stays a crow. Is that a crossover with uh, Game, Game of Thrones? Of Thrones? Yeah. <laughs> Mashup? <laughs> I've never researched Game even one episode or book, page of Game Look, of Thrones. Look, if I end up staying 
a tapestry for over two hours. If, if <laughs> over two hours, I'll become a tapestry. But we've got this timed out that I can get out of that tapestry costume and out of the box that they put me in. As long as the drop zone is clearly marked. If it's not clearly marked, then I am screwed. Yeah. But if but, I have to stay a tapestry forever, maybe I deserve it after letting that man serve 15 years of my prison sentence. It really feels like it was a crow, but I'll take your word. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely red tail hog. Don't worry about me. All right. Jean-Claude Van Damme, out. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Jean-Claude Van... It cuts to Jean-Claude Van Damme jogging up to uh, sit down with Dennis Rodman and Kim Jong-Dos. Uh, is the dinner theater, uh, the, like the, the curtain parts on the opening of the show. And you'll need to do a really dazzling trick. A okay. truly dazzling trick in order to... Uh, impress him enough and complete this completion track okay uh so this is a crowd pleaser check once crowd i crowd pleaser that. check exactly okay uh how does grit work once i've is i can only use it once so you can yeah use you it, expend it uh, yeah you expend a grit how, you started with two grit everybody got a grit for the ridiculous pun session. all right so now i have two left <laughs> so you have okay. two left uh so i guess the lights are coming up on the stage mm-hmm. There's the political prisoner trapped in a web, since that's how I imagined spider, you know. Yeah. Uh, I am literally dressed as a man that's a spider. <laughs> um, with, like, uh, eight legs yeah. crawling. It's still a sequined suit, though, because uh, this yeah, is a magic show. Yeah, it's yeah. a magic show. Uh, and there's, there's eight legs, and uh, I'm opening my mouth as webs come out of it. Uh... <laughs> Uh, and and r- wrapping him in, you know, this uh, silk c- uh, cocoon. Uh, all of the tricks uh, I'm doing wearing, you know, this eight-legged thing. And ladies and gentlemen, it may look dark for this poor political prisoner trapped in the cocoon but if you believe in a thing called love then anything could happen and I uh, unwrap him from the cocoon mm. and uh, it is it is now all the members of U2 uh, also in spider outfits uh, yeah, they're, they're elaborate marionettes. Yeah. They're elaborate spider U two marionettes. Right, as if I have laid ceiling. an egg myself and like unleashed thousands of like tiny U two. All right, spiders. roll for that. That's a it's a pretty impressive magic trick. <laughs> All right, it's five, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. My highest was an eight. Mine is nine. And he rolled no ones. Okay, so. But- ticks off another box on your completion track uh and the show goes swimmingly there are a lot of great youtube mashup uh no one ever says with great power comes great responsibility nobody no no, not not once there's no crime there's a one point where somebody set up on a bed of nails and a twist of fate uh helps them out (laughs) yeah (laughs) Uh, it's it's just a great elaborate yeah. show. And we actually do dismantle an atomic bomb. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's all yeah. it's all leading up to the, right. the portrait trick. Uh, yeah. And now you need to pull off the switch. You have to ask for audience volunteer. All right. So uh, for our final uh, 
our final trick. He means um, before the dessert trick, where we do. Of close course, magic. before <laughs> the uh, uh, up close magic, which, as we all know, is the dessert of magics. Uh, I'm going to need a special volunteer from the audience. I'll do it. Me, Jean-Claude Van Damme. Oh, wow. Jean-Claude Van Damme. We do have the A-list here in northernmost Korea. The A-list for the 90s where the northernmost Korea right. is. Yeah, which is, of course, what they... Uh, uh, <laughs> so, sir. Yeah, I run up onto the stage. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's going crazy. He's the biggest star. <laughs> he, he kicks his way up yeah. onto the stage. Yeah. <laughs> there are several like uh, different spider-themed things that like come down in front of his legs. They're all pinatas, and he kicks them open, uh, and yeah. dubs and glitter fly out. Right, and and I, I whisper to him, like, now, remember. So good. It's almost as if they planned it. <laughs> it looks dangerous. You're not actually going to die and it's me the chameleon yeah <laughs> i know i figured that part out great thanks for reminding me though all right see you on the other side buddy see you on the other side <laughs> i forgive you <laughs> all right so i uh do the same uh thing with him i uh you know envelop him in Mm-hmm. You know, the uh, silk cocoon or whatever. And then I say, uno, dos, catorce. <laughs> <laughs> While the tapestry is coming down to cover me, right. I'm inside of the cocoon, uh, uh, working on turning myself, like, opening up my coat and, like, reversing it and, like, trying to turn myself into this, like, I imagine huge tapestry. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, but yeah. I have to activate the bombs. So in the background, uh, it's just you hear the tremendous bass notes of With or Without You. Which which is a very bum bum bum, you yeah, know, it's yeah. a, uh, and like one one missile like comes right down into the middle of the stage through the roof, which is scary at first, but then confetti. <laughs> I'm, like, pulling yard and, like, sewing. (laughs) Because this is such an elaborate trick, I'm sounding the alarm and adding an extra die. So this this roll has to be... Are we all rolling? Yeah. So I think you're each rolling a different aspect of this. Yeah. Because I'm rolling my, like, disguise thing. Yeah. I mean... So my highest is a 10, and the 10... Uh, will obviously take a stamina from each and every one of you. Yeah. Crap. That's, I also rolled a one. What does I that do? I had a three and a two. So you have one stamina left. Yeah. Uh, so you've got one stamina left. Everybody I is... got one. I'll drop down so I have two. I didn't get a ten. I just got a nine mm-hmm. and an eight. You can also activate scars. Well, too, other people activate scars. Yeah. Okay. And you also lose a stamina. I, I lost at least one. I don't know. Yeah, so you're down to one, one as well. But do I lose a stamina? Everybody yes. loses stamina cool, because I too. rolled a 10. Gotcha. So, and my highest beyond that is a 7. So I have a 9 and an 8 and a 7. Okay, so 9 and an 8 count. I have a 2 and a 3. All right, 2 and a 3 do not count. Yeah, and I have a 5, which doesn't count, so we have to figure out ways to get us to reroll. That's, I don't have... I think we used up one of my legends, but either equipment or a different legend would help. Yeah, and I have either one is open. Any of any of them are open. Uh, so we need a legend and equipment, and what can you use? You've used a legend, right? Yeah. Okay. So we need a legend, a legend, and an equipment. So what were you? You were trying to do your web trick. Yeah, yeah, the web trick where Jean Claude Van Damme dies. Yeah. Uh, and she was trying to do the um, the distraction explosion. the distraction explosion. So um, 
you remember, uh, you flashback, bludgeoning are flashbacks, right? Yeah. You flashback to a time where you were at a, a bachelorette party. It was when you were first starting magic, and you were doing your uh, your magic trick up there. Pimply-faced 17-year-old. Uh, uh, um, and uh, just bombing. Uh, just, uh, please, everyone pay attention. No one is paying uh, attention. He's still in West Virginia. Uh, yeah. Man. So it's uh, like they I've it. got a lollipop shaped like a uh, dick. Uh, um, hello, but, hello, Huntington, West Virginia. You, Let's go. Uh, see an improv show after this. Uh, You're like messing with one of your props and it gets snagged oh. on your shirt and it's like caught on the ceiling and you're like pulling and struggling and uh, you rip it off no. and your shirt rips off and suddenly everyone in the audience is like, woo, yeah! Yeah, that's who we want to uh. see is 17-year-old's chest. <laughs> so you remember, you remember from that legend that if you ever start losing the crowd, all you have to do is rip your shirt off and show them your Brandon Lightning chest. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right, uh, so I, I realize that, you know, things are starting to go sour. Luckily, I have shaved my uh, lightning bolts. signature yeah, lightning course. bolts into my chest here, because uh, duh. Uh, <laughs> duh. <laughs> and uh, I, un, you know, like, unfurl from this spider contraption and, like, the thorax... Uh, uh, opens up uh, to a very pale uh, rib-covered chest with lightning bolts <laughs> <laughs> shaved into the chest hair. Perfect. And I uh, just preen. For, for Miss LaRue? Yeah, I need either a scar, a legend, or some equipment. So what happened with you? Your, your, your missile, confetti missile, didn't go off, is that right? Uh yeah. Okay. That's the so we won't have a distraction. Yeah. For the swap. So how does equipment work if we want to give? It's equipment? specific equipment that I have that like on you would yeah like would the come smoke bomb later. Yeah. Okay. Um. Or like a, oh like you could have like a second detonator like you always carry a second detonator. Yeah. I could? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's flash back to that first <clears throat> circumstance where that needed to happen. Uh, so there's a, a very rich kid's birthday party, and you've been contracted uh, to do the big light show, okay. um, and you know have like a costume character explode from the cake. Um, the cake top of the cake has to be triggered though with an explosive, or otherwise the costume character may suffocate in there. Oh wow! And the man's life is in your hands. This rich kid does not care. Yeah. Um. It's. It doesn't seem to be working. Uh, and Click. Yeah. Click. I start to panic and realize that if I, if I uh, redirect my cell phone, yeah, yeah, my there cell you go. Phone, yeah. yeah, that's I hit a specific Wi-Fi pattern that it'll hit the frequency and kaboom, the top of the cake blew off. And a uh, a, a very sad, like obviously. Uh, it's asphyxiating a uh, man in a boa constrictor costume, which I guess is pretty, I don't know, some kind of irony, flops uh, <laughs> out, and he's just, like, coughing, and finally a, a responsible parent is like, get him out of the suit, and, you know, they, they get him, and, you know, they do CPR, and he's okay, but just barely, it's thanks to your quick thinking. Snake, Snake in a cake. cake is safe. So over the years, I've created an app for that. <laughs> just activate it, and kaboom. Excellent. So the way that that works is that we each get another thing and then we re-roll. So 
Nine and a seven. Ten and a ten. Yep, ten, ten, seven. Flawless. Okay, so you guys have done it. Uh, You pulled off the switch flawlessly. Uh, Hurriedly, um, while they're distracted by the fireworks and explosions that are going off, uh, you are uh, pulling the real tapestry off stage and raising the... uh, Myself. Yes, raising Leon (laughs) in the background. (laughs) Exquisite. Wonderful performance. Now may the magician step forward and perform the close-up magic. (laughs) So, uh, Lefty... I'm here, get on stage. I'm nervous again because, again, I'm not really used to doing close up magic on a stage. But <laughs> by definition, there's no stage involved in right. close up magic. Then, uh, from behind you, a big hand <laughs> lands on your shoulder. Don't worry, we got this. And I think back to that training montage and how hard Dennis worked, and I know that he's in it 100%, and he's there for me. He's a bit of a show. Athletes never do anything 100%, no. they always do it 110%. <laughs> <laughs> He did it 110%. And uh, so I kind of uh, regained my composure and introduced Dennis. This is my partner, my new magic partner, Dennis Rodman. Please, everyone, give him a big round of applause. Yay! 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 Chicago Bulls! Uh, And, of course, uh, uh, he's going to be assisting me in this close-up magic trick that you've all been waiting for. Uh, so if I could just get, uh, another volunteer from the audience, maybe somebody very, very important, somebody who... Hey, my friend Kim Jong-Dokes is really important. Oh, yeah, he's very important. He's probably the most important person in the room. Let's welcome Kim Jong-Dokes to the stage. He quickly toddles and scuttles his way up to the stage. He's very rotund, short man. So here's how this is gonna work. I'm gonna do the first part of the trick... And then I'm going to disappear. You'll never see me again. And then <laughs> Dennis here wow. will finish the trick, okay? Um, and so just if you take this deck of cards and just assure the audience that this is just a normal deck of cards. Uh, he, he takes the deck of cards and he inspects it and uh, he bites into them. They are real cards! <laughs> okay, great. So, uh, they're real cards. Uh, and you, you could just make sure, uh, that, uh, I have two arms. But, uh, but you don't! I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, so that that's is just the a culturally the most important punchline in my country. <laughs> Uh, and of course, that bit of patter was really hard for le- uh, for Lefty, but it's exactly what he needed to distract Kim Jong Un long enough for Dennis to pull off with his big clumsy rebounder hands the last part of the trick. So, uh, Dennis, you take this normal card deck, and I'm just gonna leave. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Lefty. Uh, so Dennis like shuffles the cards. Dennis has got to roll off against danger. Would you? Kim Jong Dose, pick any three cards. <gasps> he picks. He picks. He carefully selects three cards. Do I look at them? No, or? not yet. I have a message for you, and that message is from your father. Now look at the cards. 
He looks at the cards. And three Slimers. <laughs> three Slimers burst out, and they start scouring the stage, uh, eating hot dogs, like having hot dogs in people's hands. Everyone's eating hot dogs. Yeah. Yeah. Reading library books. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, deck Roll that. Slimers. Uh, yeah, he just gets two. <laughs> I guess we don't. Have that. You should use a grit. Uh, yeah, we'll use a grit for him as well. Oh, oh shit! Nice. Wow. Ten, ten, nine, seven. Damn, Dennis Rodman is collect all. Perform the hell of magic. that magic trick. Yeah, you did it, Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> that montage yeah. was worth it. Dennis, Dennis flashes to Michael Jordan being proud of him. I'm super proud of you, Dennis. <laughs> Thanks, Michael. I never thought you would master anything <laughs> apart from being being the baddest basketball player on the court. <laughs> and I don't mean baddest as in good. I mean baddest as in morally questionable. <laughs> After I fouled those four players out of the game by fouling them, I'm glad that you see it this way, Michael. All right, I'll stop using my astral projection abilities. <laughs> In the actual audience is Bill Lambeer, Dennis Rodman's old bad boy Pistons teammate, giving a, ra- a rousing standing ovation. Finally, he's accepted Dennis Rodman as the not just the youngster, but as a true megastar. And you guys have completed the completion track, which means that uh, the the drop point is indeed obvious. You're all hustling outside, carrying, carrying a box. on your shoulders carrying the tapestry. Of the tapestry. And we we were running, we're following the signs, very clearly marked signs out <laughs> to drop yeah. zone this way. Out and, to and yeah. we see we see the ocean, but we look out and there's no line on the horizon. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the helicopter gonna come from? We're nervous. We, we know we're in the drop point, but we, the, the helicopter isn't here yet. There's no there's no line on the horizon for Leon, us to look at. Leon, Leon, are you well, are you a tapestry? Leon's still the tapestry. Oh He's god, still hanging up. You're, you're Leonless right now. I got mixed up. I'm, I'm clinging to the tapestry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm just like weeping over it. <laughs> wake up, wake up, buddy. Let's let's have this dramatic moment where you think you failed. Actually, let's. Uh... I've ruined it. I've ruined it all, all over again. I don't know. Maybe you you lose your right arm this time, Lefty. I'm I'm, I'm sorry, or or your left arm, whichever one you didn't lose, or you know maybe you'll divorce me again. And ah, uh. all those things might happen, and Leon might be remembered for this brave act, and that man might still be in prison. Oh yeah, yeah. I got a feeling that guy is always going to be in prison. They did specify there was There's no nothing way. that they could do. <laughs> you know, I. But none of that's happened yet. You know, I mean, yeah, sure. Maybe Leon's back there. Maybe he'll be gone forever. I still blame him for everything, so I don't care. Can, can we right now have a a, a jeep like uh, pull up to the the spot that you're all uh, opening, and the door opens up to the jeep, and you just see from the other side uh, two little black boots come up to the bottom yeah. of the jeep, and walking across uh, from the back, <clears throat> turns around, and it's Kim Jong Dos. <gasps> So I've caught you trying to flee the country. Oh, no. He pulls up a mask. (laughs) That was such a good Korean accent. (laughs) And it's Leon. And it's for the first time you see the real Leon, um, which is a, like, a very, very old man. Like, he's like... 95 years old and he's very pudgy and round shaped and he's got a long walrus beard and very sad eyes it's me the real Leon wow 
I wanted you to see me, friends. See me as I really am. <laughs> and Leon finally letting go of all of the artifice that that has really gotten him into all the trouble, really is what his botched Korean accent is what caused the domino effect of the event. Lefty realizes that he's let go, that, that Leon's let go of something, so Lefty finally lets go of that missing limb, of that phantom limb. The phantom limb He unclenches his yeah. fist that no longer exists, and he feels <laughs> relief for the first time in his uh, 15 years. And Trixie's been putting so much emphasis on family over these years without without embracing the family that she's had all along. Uh, she's been taking care of other people's families. That's, <laughs> families are, are born out of trust, and this act of trusting us with, uh, with his real appearance finally makes yeah. her realize that so long as we all trust each other, we'll pull through like and a real family. Brandon finally gives up his egotistical need to be the center stage. And Leon, I, I just want to say that what you did was totally selfless. And there's part of me that can never understand that because <laughs> I always want to be the one that does you know the big important thing. But you, today's all about you, buddy. You got us through this. It's going to be your name in the paper. And thus, you have all learned the lessons that magic is supposed to teach you. It is me, Harold Houdini. I'm not dead. Wow. You got to be at least like 150 years old. I am very, very old. Hey, I have a dissertation I'd like to interview you about if you have some time later. It wouldn't be admissible as I faked my own death. <laughs> the greatest trick Harold Houdini ever played was convincing the world he does not exist. Houdini, can you get us out of northernmost Korea? Are you the drop point? I indeed am. Now I'll need all of you to pick a card. Any card. I know how this goes. The dessert of this adventure. <laughs> so we all take one. We all take one. Take one. Do, we, do we need to look at them? Flip them over and look at them. Flip. And e on each card is a picture of a ruby red slipper. And you look up and you're in Washington, D.C. Oh. And there's a huge crowd of, of like uh, government employees clapping for you. <laughs> and uh, the uh, prime minister of South Korea is there. And you unfurl the unicorn tapestry. And he is just so happy. A single tear drops down from his eye. And uh, we have a freeze frame on each of you uh, that describes what you went on to do after the movie. Uh, I think I turned my, um, my uh, whatchamacallit, daycare service mm -hmm. into, like, um, you know, an explosives, like, educational center <laughs> that's made a bunch of little really highly effective arsonists. Oh, great. Yeah. And uh, I've I've turned the magic act that seemed to work so well in northernmost Korea and revived the Spider-Man show on Broadway. <laughs> yep. But it, it is entirely written by me, uh, Brandon Lightning, who has never read a Spider-Man comic book or seen a Spider-Man movie. Yeah, that's the same uh, as the first one, so it's fine. it's just a bunch of U2 songs set to magic this time. <laughs> Uh, there's not even a spider in it. I didn't even bother with that. It's just called Spider-Man. The problem with it was this spider motif. Right. That yeah. was the problem. And I realized that that was, you know, that was a secret sauce. Just get rid of the spiders and uh, become, well, not fabulously wealthy, but I did okay. Yeah. Leon? Um, Leon, shortly after revealing uh, his true nature um, and deciding to uh, live as the man that he once was 
um, goes out into public, uh, and days later is murdered uh, for <laughs> being the uh, German war criminal, uh, Hatrick Ubermunch, who uh, committed terrible science experiments in World War II. Hatrick uh, Ubermunch. <laughs> yes, on the Jewish people. He's assassinated by... Um, uh, by a prison guard. No, no, no. no. It's, it's by an incarcerated prison guard. <laughs> by an incarcerated, by, by an incarcerated <laughs> prison guard who turned out to be a, uh, a Mossad agent who has been tracking him down uh, for most time. of his life. Yeah. Yeah. They're really good at training in Mossad. <laughs> yeah, they really do. And uh, Lefty LaRue went on to earn his PhD in History of Magic and Magic International Relations from University of Chicago. Mm-hmm. His dissertation uh, was published and actually was so interesting, became a New York Times bestseller. Mm-hmm. He uh, appears on, you know, Colbert, Daily Show. Yeah, then like Oprah that. adds it to her book club. Oprah mm-hmm. adds it to the book club. That's what really takes it off. She and actually brings Oprah back as a show <laughs> yeah. just to have the book club on- again. And Lefty, uh, he becomes a motivational speaker for children with missing limbs and ha- helping them let go of their limbs. And he dedicates, uh, dedicates, uh, a book that he writes about for children, a children's book about letting go. He dedicates it to Leon. Leon Kamilski, the, the war, the Nazi <laughs> no, war criminal. Not Patrick Ubermensch, the man <laughs> he was, but Leon the memory, the memory of Leon. The man he pretended to be. The man he pretended to be, who, when he revealed his true person he was pretending to be, <laughs> taught Lefty so much about letting go and about really becoming the, the man and the doctor of history of magic he wanted but to he be. he always was. I credit rolls to a U2 soundtrack. <laughs> Good job, guys. Yeah, thanks for playing. Thanks, thanks for having yeah, us. Thanks. Oh, God. <laughs> Heroes, I hope you enjoyed our play session of One Last Job. I know we did. If you want to pick up a copy of One Last Job for yourself, there's a link to it in the show notes. It is a pay-what-you-want game. I strongly recommend you give them something, but you can get this for free. The creator of One Last Job is Grant Howitt, and I've also put a link to his Patreon.com page there so you can support his work. And now, the moment you've been waiting for, the winner of the first one-shot podcast, one-page setting design contest, the person whose setting will be featured on an actual episode of One Shot coming up later this year is Martin Teagle for his entry, Superstars. You'll be hearing more about Martin and his work on an upcoming episode of Critical Success, where we'll explain the reasons behind our decision and discuss some of the other entries as well. Thank you so much to everybody who entered the contest. If you didn't win, don't worry. This is definitely not the last time that we'll have a contest like this on One Shot. If you want to do a good deed and help build up some karma, you can help out the designer of D10 Slash O, Brian Schroeder. Game design is a difficult field, and it can be really hard to get somebody to look at your work. So if you read D10 Slash O and you have some thoughts, forward them to Brian Schroeder. His website is bestwithstuff.com, and it's linked to in the show notes. If you've never given constructive criticism before, I'll give you some guidelines. Generally, you'll want to make some comments about what you liked about the system so the designer knows what to keep, and give them one area of focus for improvement. Try to avoid listing off every problem that you see with the system. Generally speaking, I don't think it helps. It gets in people's heads, and it gives them too many areas to focus on, and they lose the important part of the criticism. 
Focusing on one area where you think the designer can make the most improvement will help the designer focus as well, which means more positive changes will happen to the project. Thanks again to everyone who entered the competition. Really great work. Heroes, if you like OneShot, be sure to follow us on Twitter at OneShotRPG or give us a like on Facebook at facebook.com slash OneShotPod. Also, leave us a rating or review on iTunes that helps us get featured, which helps new people find the show. OneShot is a Peaches and Hot Sauce presentation. Peaches and Hot Sauce is a Chicago-based comedy network with tons of great articles, videos, and podcasts for you to enjoy at PeachesAndHotSauce.com. Finally, that music which is right now swelling up over my voice is Be Your Own Pet with Adventure, courtesy of Infinity Cat Records. See you next time, heroes!